Ahoy there, land lovers. It's me, Kevin Smith. Jason Hughes. Have you ever wanted to get lost on the high seas with Jay and Silent Bob? Well, you're going to have your chance in the year 2024. Join us for Jay and Silent Bob's Cruise Askew. Live podcasts every night. We got a movies on board. There's a View Askew Museum. What else? Music, dancing, That's hooping, right. hollering. What are you waiting for, man? JayandSilentBobCruiseAskew.com. We will protect you from sharks. Episode 363. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent no one listens to the radio i wasn't even listening i was listening to podcasts podcasts are great radio boring i now realize just how dated that sound bite is because most people don't listen to the radio now. They listen to podcasts. Go, oh, why can't I hear you, Trent? Where did you radio, go? Radio is boring, and I, I think everyone knows that now. What, like that, that we are part of the zeitgeist. Yeah, we we are. As we're so much a part of the zeitgeist, Trent. Nobody listens to us now. That's how much we're part of the zeitgeist. Yeah, because that's, that's how cool we are. Is that we're it's 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 uncool to not like it to to like us. Exactly. Uh, thank you very much. Welcome, everyone. A new episode of NetHeads coming at you. Brand new for 2024. That's right. Brand new year, brand new show, same old hosts. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. If you want to take part in the program, you can one of many ways. One of them is a little thing we call Twitter. Uh, or we call it Twitter. Yeah, we still call it Twitter. Yeah, they call it X, and the dogs are going nuts. So, Trent, why don't you go ahead and tell them how to do that? Yeah, just use the uh, hashtag NetHeads, and uh, you can you can uh, tweet at us, whether it be uh, live during the show. We might see it. Definitely after the show, we'll see it and we'll respond. Um, it's 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 kind of the one-stop shop, to the catch-all, if you will, to uh, be part of the show. Or, you know, more importantly, or perhaps more timely, uh, if you're watching any of the live streams as it's going out, uh, you can jump in the chat there, and uh, we uh, will we'll, we'll probably definitely see it. We will, we will definitely be happily distracted by you. And, uh, and of course, we always welcome it. I, um, Trent, uh, first of all, I, I know I said it to everyone else, but I'd like to tell you, Happy New Year, sir. And to you as well. Or to quote, to quote uh, Larry David, uh, you can't say Happy New Year. It's the 7th. And it's the 11th, so what yeah. are you going to do? Exactly. Hello, Bobo Dillagaff. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Trent, I would like to say I had a happy new year, but let me tell you a little story, okay? Okay, okay. Gonna, sh- gonna give you an update, share a little story with you, because uh, I've been spending the last uh, at least 10 days in 2024 just wearing Birkenstocks. And no, I am not the Dalai Lama, and no, I haven't gone with a more spiritual approach in life. I, uh, I, you know, New Year's Eve is always difficult around here, okay? Because okay. we got we got the two rescue Samoyeds that are really, oh. really sketched out by fireworks. Don't even get me started on fireworks, man. 
I know. So uh, naturally, that doesn't go well. And and you know, Benjamin, uh, although he's been raised around noise and everything else, uh, he's a bit of a wuss. So uh, when people were still celebrating, uh, like the Hawaiian New Year. The right, fireworks right. for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know, I was, I joke, but it was more like somewhere in the middle of the Pacific because it was still like 2.30 something. Uh, you know, that was when I finally got to actually go to sleep. That's when things normalized. But lo and behold, 7.30 in the morning, I wake up and I'm like, you know what? It's a goddamn brand new year and I'm going to start it out right, Trent. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's a new, it's a new year. So it's a new will. Exactly. And I had the will to harness up my dog and do something that's good for both of us. Take him for that walk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. get out there. And uh, we had a really good walk. You know, you would think, oh, at the timing, it was, oh, Will's going to be tired. No, no. It was, it was a good experience, right? It was fun. We had a good walk. Then it came down to the last, uh, I would say, because of the walking apps I know, uh, it was down to the last 0.2 miles, Trent. Last point two okay. miles. So okay. I could just as easily Home safely stretch. say the last quarter mile. Yeah. And I started to get a pain in my heel. Just a little pain, a little twang, a little something, something. And okay. which, which doesn't bother me because every morning now when I wake up, my, my feet are stiff. You know, I got to crack the toes, stretch yep. them yep. and all that yep. jazz. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this was a pain in my heel and uh, which I've only had, uh, pardon me for saying guys, but the last time I had like, I think I had planned planters warts or something and oh and, yeah very common those, those were terrible to have mm-hmm. in my heel mm-hmm. uh, but this was happening at first i'm like oh god i hope it's not that again i hope it's not that you know what technically speaking i wonder if it could be that again i don't see anything though um, yeah and then, well, you you see like the, like the, the round like even when they're just starting and it's and it's harder there usually on the re- than the rest of your you can, you can usually tell right yeah exactly and let me tell you something trent my heel is smooth as a baby's bottom Granted, if you dipped it in cement and then let that dry, but still, not nothing there. Uh, right. And then throughout New Year's Day, the pain just intensified and intensified and intensified and would not let up. I don't know, you know, what it was that triggered it on this walk, but what we pretty much determined was that uh, that New Year's Day, for some reason, I was blessed with a lovely case of uh, plantar fasciitis so i i mean or, or could have even been a bruised hill you know and it, a bruised hill doesn't necessarily show the mark of of like um um of blood within the underneath the dermis you could bruise the the the, the meat in your heel and i've done that before and it hurts very much well yeah but i was wearing some nice walking shoes with good padding trent you know i didn't so needless to say, I'm a little bit upset and I've been treating it for uh, plantar fasciitis. So I, every morning or every night when I go to bed, I'm wearing this ridiculous boot brace that will take my foot and like, instead of it like this or me extending it out like that while I'm yeah. sleeping, it goes like this to uh, basically, I think it's the planner, planer, Pl- I don't yeah. know how it said. Yeah. It's an it's a uh, tendon or something that goes along the back of your foot. It's the part of the thing that helps control the the bend and the um, retraction of the foot while you walk. And sure, so, sure. Uh, that's that's how I've been treating. It. And every morning when I when I take the boot off, uh, it does feel a little bit better than the day before. And yeah. uh, so far, I've tried a pair of orthopedic shoes. I have tried a pair of Crocs, and I have worn. The Birkenstocks and have you have you tried the Hey Dudes? 
No, I have not. But I will say that the ortho shoes that I have look a lot like Hey Dudes. Okay, yeah, because uh, so my dad, who has the Parkinson's, uh, he has like ortho shoes that are just like Hey Dudes, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly good. Great, you and your your dad and my <laughs> and me were wearing the same shoes. Look, man, uh -huh. I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm not saying it was an ego blow to have to buy ortho shoes. Right. Okay? Uh -huh. Didn't make me feel good, Trent. I'm just trying to get out there yeah. and get healthy yeah. again. You know, because yeah. you look at this podcast uh, over the years now, I had a good run for about two and a half years. Then I, I guess, you know, the, maybe the testosterone wore out. I don't know what it is, but well, now stress as yeah. added Rest cortisol, man. We do not. We do not give enough attention to the effects that cortisol have on our bodies. Or, or it's because I actually got rid of some stress. I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? either or. We don't know. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, the, the, the beautiful thing about it is that I'm out there trying to lose weight. And instead, you watch this podcast and I'm like the Adrian Gray of yours for your weight. You know, you just, <laughs> every pound you lose, it, it ends up going to me. And so that wasn't the great start to my, uh, my new year. But how, how was yours? How, how has yours been for the, the first uh, 11 days? You know, here, here, look, a thing about fireworks that just it perplexes me to no end, um, as far as I know, right? And 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 I would love to see some research, uh, perhaps a, an academic paper done on this. But I, it's my belief that fireworks uh, are just emulated war. They're like em, emulated cannon fire uh, is, I believe, where they came from. Um, and if that's the case, uh, like, why? Why are we? Why? Why do we celebrate by pretending we're at war? It makes no sense to me. It's bizarre. You know, it, it's funny you mention that, Trent, because I'm sure in your area we keep referring to to uh, fireworks, but you know, there's very familiar popping sounds that I also hear off in the distance that that always make me very, very fearful oh. about uh, you know the old adage that. What goes up must goes come up, down. Must come down. Yeah. Oh, and and you better believe that it, it's not just fireworks that are being shot off uh, here in Utah. Yeah, exactly. So, so I take it the dogs aren't a big fan, or are they just disturbing your sleep? Uh, you know what? They they don't really care. Uh, these guys don't. I I was watching uh, uh, a friend's dog who's a little bit skittish, and mm -hmm. uh, for dogs, at least from the way I understand, uh, the reason, the same reason they're uh, frightened by thunder is they they don't know they can't they can't figure out where the sounds are coming from, and that's what causes the the fright. Sorry, speaking, of, I just love the 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 <laughs> the muzzle coming up saying, "Yo, dad, dad, dad." You I wanna, need you attention. Wanna, you want to talk about anxious anxious attachment, man? This guy is just all over the place. Yeah, I um, I'm still uh, you know, working the bonding with uh with Benjamin, uh, and I mean that in the sense that I'm trying to get him to cuddle with me at night because that's the end goal. That's what I want. That's uh, yeah. There, you know, if if you're not gonna have a person next to you, then having a dog next to you is the next best thing. Yeah, for for those of us who who uh might be you know suffering from uh several years worth of of touch starvation, of the lar large dogs are important in our lives. You know, it's funny too. I got to tell you, uh, well, Corgi's it's a medium sized dog with a little dog's legs, but uh, it's very interesting. I actually this is not on the show notes, and I apologize, but uh, one of the things that I I had to learn about because uh, Benjamin has different habits and behaviors than Winston did. And one of the things that he does 
is that he will, uh, he does this like little tiny, if you're petting him or giving him attention, he might like turn around and give these like tiny little nibble bites. I think we've discussed this before. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I found out what he is doing. Yeah. It's, it's a grooming thing. So he's grooming me out of affection. Yeah. So now I finally realize why dogs like us to pet them because they feel we are grooming them. We're giving them back a behavior that they're looking for. Yeah. So it's, my, it's, yeah. One, one, that, one that's similar to, to the, 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 it's, it's a, it's a shared um, grooming habit between the two of us. It's one of the only, the few uh, crossovers of communication that works for both humans and for dogs. Yeah, exactly. But the, uh, but the thing that kind of shocks me and weirds me out a little bit about it is that, um, you know, are we now at a point where there is a genetic memory that compels us to pet dogs or is it a learned habit? Cause I know I, 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 I will frequently, I love petting my dog. I pet my dog all the time, mm-hmm. but is this something that I've learned or is it a genetic thing? Or is, you know, I, I think, uh, uh, that the, the dogs that we have now, uh, have been bred to be cute and we are more in, t- uh, more drawn into them just by the way their faces are, uh, by the way their sizes are, uh, I read a really interesting book, uh, last year about someone, uh, was, uh, proposing that the reason that, uh, uh, homo sapiens were able to, uh, succeed over Neanderthals, uh, was because of their adaptation and use and, uh, or, um, co-companionship with dogs. And it was mm. that advantage that allowed them to to go over it. But and they in that same book they talk a lot about how um there was a Russian researcher who uh, bred like six generations of foxes in captivity, and over time they started to develop the same uh, uh, things that dogs had, which was closer together eyes. They were a little bit wider. Their ears got uh, shorter and lighter colored. Like a lot of different things that um that we see in our common dogs now, uh, just out of who knows why. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I understand. By the way, I want to thank Mean Dan Green in the chat saying, it's a tech podcast and we're talking about dogs. (laughs) I also want to give a shout out to uh, Cassidy Ward, who, um, oh, I can't remember what the, what was the website that it was on, that it ran on? Which one? uh, The the wonderful article that was written where uh, your favorite haphazard podcast hosts, Trent Hunsaker and Will Wilkins, uh, NetHeads was actually uh, given one of the uh, the 2024 podcasts to listen to. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull it up right here. Uh, It's in my texts. It's like Um, text something. Yeah, it it is from yada, yada, yada. Um, Okay. Mm -hmm. Find it here. Mm -hmm there not there uh nope not there it is on slash gear there we go uh and if you want to check that out i did not include it in the included in the show description but if you uh if you check out netheads on air on x twitter then uh you can see a reference there and by the way trent i was very worried about your health and your well-being this evening because um you know regardless of what you've experienced so far our, our uh wonderful listeners I'm shockingly prepared for tonight's episode. So a lot of the things we are going to talk about are already in or linked in the show description. So, uh, you know, I was really worried because usually when I do that, usually when I get things arranged, something happens to Trent. So I'm glad you're here. Yeah, no, you know what? And you know what? Sometimes showing up is half the battle. The other half is knowing. 
Exactly. Uh, so, uh, Trent, uh, as you know, in the beginning of the Januarys, every year, since we are a tech podcast, the, the guy at the front of the show even said so. <laughs> it's a tech podcast. We is. It's a haphazard tech podcast. By the way, yes, I will be embracing twenty uh, haphazard for all of 2024. <laughs> I thought it was the most wonderful description uh, for the regularity of our show, haphazard at best, but uh, hell of a listen when it happens. Uh, and thank you for that again, Cassidy Ward. That was a, a very nice uh, thing to uh, start the new year with. So that was wonderful. Uh, beginning of January in Las Vegas brings a special event every year, Trent. And as a Czech podcast, we are behooven. Hooven. Behoven? We're... It behooves us. Thank you. It behooves us uh, to speak of such a thing. Uh, the Consumer Electronics Show happened this year in, in uh, Las Vegas again, and uh, lots of wonderful gadgets have been premiered. Uh, yep. Also, yes, is, is happening as we speak. Yeah, and apparently also, like, there's a, a large automotive contingency that oh. happens now, and, and like Honda dropped news about an all-electric car. They have a sports model and something else. Okay. Uh, there's also, uh, you know, technical products that happen, and, and needless to say, Quite unsurprisingly, AI is is really kind of on the on the uh, forefront of a lot of that. And I'm I'm not going to talk about like oh the best of CES. I'm not going to talk about uh, all the th cool things that I saw. I've just got a few that are are quote unquote new and noteworthy, if you will. Okay, okay? sure. Uh, some things that I wanted to talk about, and, and mostly because I want to see your reaction on some of them, uh, because I am just completely and utterly. Shocked and baffled by one of them. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is a product called Clicks, Trent. Have you heard about it yet? Clicks with an X? Nope. It is actually spelled exactly the way you would expect. Okay. Okay. Go on. I have. I have. I'm not familiar with with the uh, with the product. Well, then then allow me, sir, to introduce you to Clicks. It's over on that side. Uh, yep. This is. I kid you not. This is a phone case and a physical keyboard that you can use with your iPhone. I think they have them for iPhone 14 Pro and the iPhone 15s. Uh, so in, in essence, I'll simplify it for you, Trent. It is a case that allows you to turn your iPhone into a BlackBerry. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, it's just, yeah, it gives you a physical uh, uh, interface then that's not just touchpad. Exactly, which, which I have to say, at first when this happened, I was mocking the idea, but when you pair a Bluetooth keyboard with your uh, iPhone in the iPhone family, it will suppress the keyboard itself from popping up when you're you're using it like in form fields or typing addresses, any of that. So it actually would allow you to fully utilize the screen for content and, and everything sure. else. So yeah. it would improve that. And I'm sure one of the other things too that, that, that this oh. may be helpful for is so the, there are people with are certain conditions yeah, that may find using a physical keyboard is is more practical. So, so I can uh, understand the one for a tactile keyboard. Yeah, I I have hyperhidrosis, so my hands are not are they're always like super hot, like it's, it's the worst. And so like my hands are so hot, sometimes it just shuts down this like the screen doesn't know what to do because it's getting so much heat from behind the device. 
because they're not they're not pressure sensitive they're heat sensitive that's why sometimes when it's really cold you have to blow on your fingers a little bit to get it to uh to register your your taps and stuff um so i would actually love something like this uh i mean so is it is a is it a qwerty keyboard how many keys are are on it and i did and i didn't notice but in the picture it's it really is like a blackberry where the the keys are down at the bottom of the, oh yeah of the uh device big time sir big time but you know i thought it was interesting because it's like it's literally one of those gadgets that it, it, at first glance you're like why is this here but then like you're you start to think about it you're like okay i kind of get it a little bit mm -hmm. no yeah I, I i actually do now how does it connect is it going through the um usb-c port or is it a wireless connection no it's i believe it's a bluetooth connection for the keyboard okay interesting which, but I, but I believe, I don't know, um, and I don't think this one's linked in the show description as well, because it's not one of the important things I want to drive people to, but uh, you can find out more. Just do a, a thing for, for Clicks International or, or Clicks Technology, and you can find out more about that product. Now, that one isn't, isn't the oddest or the creepiest, though. I have to tell you, this one... Now I'm gonna just give you the name first, Trent. I pref I like to make everything into a game if sure, I can. Sure. So I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pitch this one to you first. So the name of the product... You tell me what you think it is. Is okay. Bali, and I'll, I'll even I'll even help you out a little bit. B A L L I E. Hmm. And if there was one L, I would have I would have uh, thought it to be something like uh like a uh, a soundboard for your your favorite uh, films from uh the the Mumbai area, but in this case, uh, B A L L I E. Yes, and it's made by Samsung. Oh, I don't God. know if that helps or not. No, because I would assume it's it's another um, uh, Surrey knockoff that doesn't work and is just a pain in the ass, like like all other phone manufacturers try to come up with. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to end your misery. This trend is Bali. And what Bali does is it's an autonomous artificial intelligence device that can is your little around-the-house helper. It can uh, utilize its own internal projector to project movies or uh, video conferences onto a nearby wall. It can also patrol your house and help out with keeping track of your pets. That is Bali from so Samsung. How big, how big is it? It is about the size and the weight of a bowling ball. Which you can okay. relate to. Okay, so well, and and that uh, the second you said project, because you know how you'll have like those little teeny like um, palm projectors. If anyone's ever used one, the the size that they project is not big enough to like that. I would want to watch a full movie on. You know, it's funny you mentioned that though, because now that now, uh, and I don't know if it was specifically spawned for education, but there are a lot of, and I don't know if this is what Bali has, but there are a lot of short, what they call short throw digital projectors now so yeah. like you could literally have let's say you did it on your on your wall for your you were going to project it on your wall you could have a like a small uh i don't know why i can't think of the word tv stand or a cabinet uh -huh. or the like and you could have it on top of that dresser and it would just project right up on the wall from there sure sure and that makes sense oh so you don't have to have the distance exactly uh, so you could walk around your room and not walk sure. in front of the picture all that jazz which which uh which has always been the downfall of have, ever having a projector and why you always had to have it mounted up on the ceiling pointing down and then adjusting the tilt so that yeah it would lay flat uh now you're a little bit more familiar with projectors than i am having worked in the industry before um current projector technology 
is much different with the bulbs than they used to be. Is this correct? Yeah, they definitely are. And I don't know how Bali does its work, man. Let's not let's not get lost in the weeds on that. But I, but I will <laughs> okay. say that you know, they they have been able to make them smaller and smaller and somehow they're still getting brighter and brighter and maintaining HD yeah. definition. Right. Yeah. So Yeah, which and that's that's the that's the crazy part too is that you're you're getting like uh yeah, even with like old projectors that you would get like it wasn't an HD picture you're getting. You go into some art house theaters, and what they're showing up on the, on the screen is not a true HD. <laughs> mean Dan Green in the check says, chat says, just don't hook your 3D printer up to the Google Nest, and it won't be able to make weapons or anything. I don't know, man. <laughs> you never know. Uh, Bali does look a little sus. I mean, it, it. somebody said that, and I, now I realize, too, it really does look like some of the characters in Among Us. So that's... Uh, that's oh, yeah, shocking. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it looks like um, the robot in Space Dandy, kind of. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay. Can you help me out? Uh, He just looks like a vacuum cleaner, kind of. <laughs> oh, fact, fair it, enough. It, it's well, a joke, but, but it, it, yeah, it looks like that, too. So does this guy. Uh, so And one that I don't have pictured, but I think is also noteworthy. This one I actually found very interesting. Um, one of the expensive... Uh, frame manufacturers for glasses has a product that's called nuance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nuance. And it's very similar in style to my glasses and your glasses in yep. appearance. Uh, but what it does is it uses an array of six microphones within the frame. So that way, if you have a hearing condition, mm -hmm. uh, it allows you to better hear that, which you are looking at. So directional microphones and not have something in your ear. I don't know if it's speakers that project audio down or if it's trying to do bone induction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I thought that one was probably one of the most interesting uh, new products to roll out of CES because yeah. I have that exact same problem. If I'm in a crowded situation, I unfortunately am going to do that ridiculous lean in and I'm still going to do the old person cupping my hand to my ear. Let well, me get out my tin horn here. What's yeah. that you say? Exactly. So no, it, so that one's kind of noteworthy, I think. And if I if I remember correctly, I believe there are different um, integrations so that if you are hearing impaired and you, uh, the hearing aids that you're using are bone induction and if the other ones are the inset ones, uh, they can tune to either with the, the glasses themselves. Awesome. Yeah, that that's, that's the kind of technology you want. Although I got to tell you, as a person that suffers from tinnitus, there's... There's always a frequent conversation around getting hearing aids so that way you don't have to hear around the tinnitus because they can send yeah. the alternative uh, frequency or the inverted wave of the frequency that I can't hear so that way it makes the buzzing go away. Because that's what the, the, the chime or the whine or the buzzing in your ear comes from. It's because you've lost the ability to hear a specific frequency and the mind seeks to fill it in. Right. And this could do that. So, and, and which is probably part of the reason why I love uh, noise canceling headphones because, you know, those send a lot of different waves in there. And, and my tinnitus does kind of go down a little bit with those. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. So it's not bad. So those are the gadgets that are coming out of CES that, uh, that I thought were interesting. You know, there's, there's all kind of like little robots and stuff, but I think everyone's had an ass full of me talking about robots. I don't know what personally. you're talking about. Eh, I'm just saying. Although I will say, though, Trent, uh, there's also. We gotta start doing like uh, like segment headers or something because I got a lot of a lot of little ideas, right? But but uh, the other thing that I do realize is that having an audience here, having our regular listeners, our Patreon supporters, and the like, 
provides me certain advantages. So like uh, every week, instead of like running a commercial for somebody else, I figure maybe we should try and take advantage of this time. So okay. that way we can go ahead and we can start soliciting uh, for people to do things for us. Now, not necessarily like spending money. Like, you know, for example, one of the things that I did to start the year off, uh, for those that are wondering, I'm sure there nobody is. Uh, last week, we were not able to broadcast because Thursday night was the day Trent's new tenant was moving in. So right. the timing just didn't work out. And if nothing else, we're going to be convenient when we do this. So uh, we took the night off. But the following day, I happened to guest on uh, Nerd Initiative's Fandoms again, where they, uh, the guy who hosts it, Tony, also known as Mr. Marvelite, he, oh, right. um, yeah, yeah. he chose uh, to go with a different kind of theme for this week. Uh, and let me get your, uh, let me get your uh, take on this. Cause you know, I always like to get your opinion on things. The, I, the concept, it's going to sound a little familiar because there's been variations of it frequently on the internet, but it was cinema Smackdown. And okay. so what the idea was is let's come up with a movie theme and then you have to pick your film and argue why it's the better of the two. This, this is the better. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in that, the the theme that he decided on was good movie that is a terrible adaptation of a book. So okay? where, where where yes where where the uh so so it's it so it, the, it it can be it can stand on its own good even if the book is still good it's not it's not that it's better than the book just that it's a good movie that's very that's not a good adaptation of the book meaning that they're not congruent the book is not the movie. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Now, I will give you one of them. Although, if I were to present to you that particular theory, that particular mm -hmm. approach, what movie would you go with? Uh, I would go with Shutter Island. No, no, I don't know because I, I actually haven't seen the movie Shutter Island, so I can't say that. Um, I've only seen the trailers, which seems like the full movie to me, so I'm not sure. Um. <laughs> immediately i'm gonna i'm gonna save you because you just i'm gonna throw you a lifeline here yeah um immediately when the idea was presented two movies came to mind for both okay, of us I, i've got one but i but in my mind i don't know if it's a really good movie because i haven't revisited it since i first saw it but so go on yeah i was the same way with the movie that i chose but it was because there were two movies that were chosen and somebody got lucky with one and somebody wasn't going to get lucky with the other you know uh -huh. it's like one of them's a good candidate the other not so much. Right. So the two movies that immediately came to our mind, Jurassic Park. Sure. Ready Player One. Okay. Yeah, I can okay. see that. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and and I was I was mainly uh in my mind thinking because in my household, Ready Player One is a very rewatchable movie. We watch it all the time. My daughter okay. loves it. I enjoy it terrible adaptation of the book but it's got a lot of good messages about you know suppressing corporate greed uh the the pitfalls of credit uh how we have to you know occasionally get out and touch grass a lot of good messages so i'm like okay i can defend this one and tony chose uh, jurassic park now here's the hook you never know in the episode who the winner is because the audience and votes they get to choose 
Sure. Yes. Yeah, that makes so sense. they get they get to choose via a uh, a Google form. And I will say, if you, if you haven't caught the episode and you're not watching this on your smart device and you have your phone, you can click the QR code and that'll take you to the episode within its show description. And within our show description, there is a link to the Google form. I'm not asking you to watch the episode. I'm not asking you guys to even pick or decide if I was right or he was right. I'm literally asking you to help me squash Tony on this yeah, one. Just, just, yeah, just go vote uh, and, and crush Mr. Marvelite. Yes, vote for Ready Player One. Every one of you, as you hear the sound of this, I'm just, that's all I'm asking of you. Yeah. Just take the, well, it's not all I'm asking of you. You got more stuff stacked, but I'm just asking if you could, please go out there. You can use the QR code if you're watching this on YouTube later on your computer. Although I got to tell you, man, my, so many people just rely on their handhelds now. It's all just their mobile. I know you, I, like, we're, we're the odd men out. Like, I hate, I hate using my phone for anything. Right. Um, I want to Google it. I want to have the freedom to open up multiple tabs and like go into rabbit holes and not have to like, ugh. Any yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, exactly. I prefer the experience of even surfing around the web. Just overall, give me a computer or a large tablet, not my my long narrow phone. I can't. That's not a no. It's just not a platform to do it on, man. It's just not okay. So anyway, that's all I'm asking, please. And, and I'm relatively certain he doesn't listen to NetHead, so he's not going to know what's coming. Don't tip him <laughs> off, okay? <laughs> but help me crush him. So that's the first thing I'm going to ask you guys for. The second thing I am going to ask you guys for, as many of you know, I have a TikTok account. Right. If, if you're willing, I'm not asking you to do this if you're not willing. There are some people that are, are vehemently against TikTok. They do not want it. Uh, my sister-in-law used to have a foreign exchange student that she sponsored who was from, I, I'm not sure if she was from China or it was the other, Singapore. No, not Singapore. Which is the one that's kind of like a territory of China and it's always Taiwan. a hot topic. Is it Taiwan? Taiwan. Mm -hmm. hmm. It's, okay. It's, uh, uh, Singapore as well, but but more so Taiwan. Okay, whichever one it was. She's, she's from one of those areas and she absolutely positively would not install TikTok because of the connection with ByteDance and the government. So, yeah. you know, good thing. So if you're willing to do it, great. If you're not, that's fine too. In the show description, okay, for this week, if you go to the link that's in there, I'm asking you to look at that TikTok video. The reason why is because, dear listener, believe it or not, there are companies right now that are foolishly willing to pay me money to endorse their products, okay? Hell to the yeah. And so all I'm asking, I'm not asking you to buy it. I'm just asking you to increase engagement on yeah. the link. Yeah, just watch that, it. Yeah, exactly. That's all I'm asking for. And if you, if you want to do that, once again, I burned one of my two QR codes from Bitly this week. I, I was going to say, they only give you so many for, for free, right? Yeah, exactly. So I burned one of my two. There's the QR code. But again, in the show description, wherever you are watching this, there's also a link to the video. And, and actually, I got to tell you, man, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that they pay me for these things, but in some cases I just love getting the stuff too, you know, cause mm -hmm. you get your hands on the product in, in order to, uh, to evaluate it. And, and right now I've been having a real problem with the robots, not getting to their chargers. Yeah. This is it right here. This is the sync genie S. Okay. That's the name of the product. It is a, it's a Bluetooth and Wi-Fi enabled camera, except the storage 
for your videos isn't in the cloud. It's on 32 or 64 gigs of memory within the unit, if you, uh, depending on the one you choose. But also, you can control it through the app, and it gives you a full 360-degree view. You can ah. set it up to do motion tracking. You can also set it up to do special alerts. And I got to tell you, this thing is not big. Look at this. It's it's it, yeah. when, when it's completely folded up, it's like the stack. It's like a stack of post-it notes. Yeah, big, but amazing picture quality. And it is it the and it, it has a you can subscribe for AI um, enhancement as well. And it literally will send me descriptions now saying um, like the, the activity it's seeing is a, a toy robot on a table, possibly black or white. You know, it, it sends me these things now. So it's learning. So if you could see that video, uh, great. I'd really appreciate it. And, and I do honestly tell you guys, like right now through the TikTok shop, because TikTok is trying to become Timu basically. Okay. Right. They want to be the new Timu. They want to be the new Amazon affiliate source. Technically, we also do score a commission if you buy it through the link on the video for the TikTok shop. Uh, but like the 32 gig version of this is only twenty four ninety nine. Oh, How the hell is that possible? Well, it, so it's the the price of cameras has gone down so much. Um, uh, in fact, most small satellites now are just using um, uh, what are they uh, like? Oh gosh, just like the little Android lenses, and oh. then they're. Using Raspberry Pi uh, camera sensors for their cameras, even for for most satellites now. Um, price because it's just the sensor. The, the lens isn't as important as the sensor is, and and sensor prices have gone down astronomically in the past five years. I hate to sound like the commercial that I did for this thing, but it really does have some cool features too, Trent. Like literally, you can both set a password and determine the amount of time you want to share the link, so you can do co-viewing of the feed with people if like something is happening. It has a call feature, so you could you could have byway conversation if you want to stay in touch with somebody in the house or yell at the dog to get away from something. Because it does have a camera, or excuse me, a, a microphone as well. Yep, it does, and it's even got its own. Uh, it's got five ultra bright LEDs for an adjusted spotlight oh, as well. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 if, so if you were um, doing some sort of uh, independent pay per view uh, service. Uh, you wouldn't have to also purchase a ring light. You would have those lights uh, as well. Or, or I mean, I don't know if there is some way you could do this only for your fans, but, <laughs> you know, I don't know. So anyway, I'm, I'm uh, check sure it there out. There are many, many videos that could be made um, with it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But I got to tell you, I, I, was, I was actually shocked at this thing, especially considering the base is motorized. But, like, I don't know if you also notice, it's got camera threads for a uh, like a tripod mount or a camera mount oh so yeah it probably just has like a quarter inch thread yeah. on the bottom regularly yeah. threaded base it's amazing so so you want to check that out now the the last thing i want to do uh is mention and this is a this is kind of like like shouting out the people that matter most to us i, I appreciate every one of you that's watching right now or catching the stream listening to the podcast but one of the things i've been very poor on is announcing our patron of the week oh sure so sure, we sure, have sure. patreon supporters people that pay us and so i want to take a moment to thank chris duncan for joining at the modoc level and he is the uh, latest person to join the netheads patreon you can find that at patreon.com slash netheads on there again link is in the show description we're making it nice and easy for you 
Yeah, right? and, and you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, if if there's any level that you need to come in on, uh, wh why not be the uh, mobile organism designed only for killing? You know, you're the reason why we have that level. You're the reason, Trent. We did it for you. We did it for you. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing in props. Here we go. Are you, was that your underwear? I'm sorry. I, I cut back too soon. I, I had no insight. Um, please tell me that was a pair of shorts. There he is, Modoc. Yeah, they're, they're jogging shorts. Okay, look at that. Such a good, frightening, terrible thing. I, you know, the only thing about Modoc that I can think of is that I'm just so bummed that the Hulu show, show isn't going to continue because it had such possibilities. But, but, good news, uh, oh. Hitmonkey officially announced is getting a second season. Where are they airing it? On Hulu. Really? Yeah, Hulu Hulu is the the avenue for uh anything that's uh Disney Marvel that is not fall within the branding standards of Disney Plus. Because they're like a fifty one percent shareholder in it. Oh, Bobo Dillagaff is asking a very valid question, Trent, and I I guess we could take a moment to also deviate from the show notes to to make an announcement. Last uh last show, way, way back last year, I announced sorry, I had to do it on my dad. Uh I announced that we were doing something special, that it, that if you signed up for the NetHeads Patreon before, well, you know, I don't even know if it's about before. It, we'll be a little loose with it, but, you know, I've also had a bad, a bad, bad, bad uh, history of shipping things. Right. Uh, regardless, uh, and and I think on the next show, if, you're, if you guys watch the video, I will present the coin uh, or drop it into post on the edited version of this. Uh, but we have actually officially produced the NetHeads Patreon-exclusive challenge coin. The minimum order commitment was well in advance of the size of our Patreon support. Right. So I said, no matter what level, if you join, honestly speaking, if you could at least hang around for three months, I'll, I, I will give anyone and everyone a coin. Uh, the NetHeads Challenge coin. And it, it it really looks really good, Trent. It's like metal and blue for the NetHeads logo. And the flip side, it's it's the it's the combination of you and I, the hybrid yes. tech back thing back. Yep. Mm -hmm. with, with different blue highlights as well there. I'm, I'm really looking forward to get it. And, and the update is they will be delivered January 16th. That's 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 like in six days, brother. Tell me about it. I'm going to have them in hand. So I'll definitely be able to show them in the next show. And I'm really excited. I mean, honestly speaking, it's it's just a it's a much cleaner version than the old, you know, thing I did there. There's It's not going to yeah. have the year. It's silver right. around the border. Uh, I think NetHeads is in black. And there's the hybrid, you and I, yep. in the back, uh, on the back side. On, you and I on the back side. That's going to be the name of our porno tape. Thank you, everybody. Yep. Sorry, I couldn't resist it. Well so that's at, that's at patreon.com, netheads on air. Link is in the bio. Really looking forward to getting those coins and getting them out because, uh, you know, I, I use the money that our patrons provide us uh, through their regular subscriptions in order to get them. So putting yeah. the money back into rewards for you guys, that's what I'm all about now. Not, you know, why would I want to put my kids through college? Why would we want to do anything to enhance Trent's life? No. No, no. no. It's, it's that, these, these are just minor details. No, we want to provide you with something you could potentially throw at someone to protect yourself. Exactly. That's what we're doing. Uh, yep. Anyway, Trent, uh, we are, we're getting close to the end of the program naturally, but I have to tell you, we've had a first 
since you mentioned Disney Plus, right. uh, we have had a first that uh, we haven't had yet. So in case you are not aware, you are aware. I told you about it already. It's in the show notes. Disney Plus finally released a program where they dropped a TV, a TV show where they have they've dropped all five episodes at once. So oh, it's totally yes. binge worthy. And I have to tell you, it is worth your binging time. Uh, back in, I think it's two years ago, so it was 2021, we were given a, uh, a special six-episode run uh, for a, a TV show f- uh, sort of centered around Hawkeye, right? Okay. In that oh, TV right, show yeah. yes. was a character that was introduced that I cared very little about. Oh, I thought, oh, I would, yes, mm-hmm, yep. Until I saw the five episodes of this show that are available now on Disney Plus. Now these are uh, this show is is a little more gritty. It's a little more mature. It is a it's a mature advisory on it, uh, and it is Echo. And it is there's no better way to put this trend. Uh, now, first of all, let let's go back a little bit in case people are not aware. The character Echo, and and now I'm going to be deferring to the guy who owned a comic book shop. Uh, but Echo was already part uh, of of a special publication in a special uh, imprint from Marvel, right? I don't know if it was Marvel Knights or or something else. Uh, it was, um, if I remember correctly, I want to say Echo first came out in, oh, uh, Icon. Um, as part of, oh, it was the icon who, that made the, the Jessica Jones books. Uh, anyway, Marvel had a, a, an imprint that was not unlike Vertigo for a short time. And that's where she came out. Exactly. And this, uh, the beautiful, out. the beautiful thing about this show. And by the way, folks, don't worry. We're not going to put up the spoilers warning, especially since I don't, I'm, I'm willing to put money on, you know what, Trent, I'm going to put this resin printed coin. I'm going to bet it on this. I'm willing to yeah. bet you haven't watched it yet. No, no, I haven't watched it yet. No, um, I do follow um, David Mack though on uh, Instagram. I think maybe Twitter. I can't remember, but I remember when uh, um, uh, Hawkeye came out, he was like just going off of how excited he was that every the, you know the, a character that he created along with Joe Quesada um, was uh, being brought into uh, the the cinematic universe and blah blah blah. And, and to go back and think about those now, I'm like, oh, he probably knew where it was headed. Uh, ahead of time yeah more than likely and well i think they did uh, before the show before hawkeye came out they definitely i believe announced that echo would be getting her own show now the great thing about this and and again no spoilers however i will say that this show for you know uh four and three quarters episodes is definitely in line with what we got from the uh, Marvel shows that were on Netflix, Daredevil, Jessica yep. Jones, yeah. uh, Iron, well, not Iron Fist, let's, but yeah, let's not talk. Yeah, we, we don't talk about Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, but but we definitely uh, we definitely got uh, we get that kind of tone. It, it does have yeah. violence. It's a little more gritty. Um, the key takeaways I have from the show is that it was very compelling. It drew me in uh, instantly. It was nice to see kind of a, a more not mature tone but a well-structured story that most importantly because every one of those Netflix shows in my opinion there's always one or two just filler episodes because they're trying to make the episode count a uh, per- perfect example is uh, 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 Punisher 
Punisher did. Punisher. It. I mean, even 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 Daredevil did it, and and oh yeah. my God, what is the name of the indestructible man? Why am I blanking uh, on this? Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Okay, so Luke Cage, for example, there's a moment where he loses his powers and then gets them back, but that is all just fluff to find the scientist. Da, 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 da. Right. Doesn't really move the story along whatsoever, yep. other than discovering how this really happened to him. I mean, and and sadly enough, even uh, uh, Mandalorian had a couple of those episodes as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but with this, it's five solid episodes, five episodes that keep you in. The other thing that I really love about this, uh, differentiating it from all the other Disney plus Marvel shows. And by the way, in case you guys are wondering, uh, this one is released, if you haven't heard, under the uh, Spotlight, Marvel Spotlight banner. So what they're saying is oh. these are more street level stories. Okay. These are more, uh, they're not uh, what you would consider like continuity dependent stories. Sure. Yeah. yeah. These, these aren't, these aren't like uh, Avengers dependent stories. Exactly. And the only thing I think Marvel is missing on this is the fact that we are continuity nerds. And we loved, a lot of us loved anyway, those Netflix shows. And so, you know, mm -hmm. we're going to want to see these heroes involved in the movies sometime. Oh, my God. Yeah. If, if, if nothing else, like, like even just in references, right? We, we don't need to see them, but just talk about, like, um, I mean, it, it even goes to, like, the, um, the very first, like, the very when people were just even starting to get an idea of what it would have been about uh, in the Hulk movie. At the very end of the Hulk movie, they show that map, and then they're talking about, oh, so-and-so here and so-and-so there and stuff. Like, we all nerded out so hard, and it was, like, six years, seven years later before any of that developed. And, uh, and it was one references. Captain America Civil War or no 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 uh no that wasn't the one it wasn't Civil War it was uh Captain America the Winter Soldier Soldier there was the whole map scene they're like no 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 Stephen Strange all these people have the you know yes the ability yeah um and, and I will say I think it's in the first episode, uh, no, I, and it's in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything. We do also get a Daredevil appearance, which thoroughly confused me because Daredevil showed up in She-Hulk, but he was sporting the new yellow and red suit, and this was the all-red suit because it yeah. was a uh, it was a prior-to kind of thing, prior to yeah. the present. And, and it's funny that it's the yellow suit because the new yellow suit because the yellow suit is the original suit. Yeah, the the even though it's not even yellow red, it's kind of like yellow and brown in the comics. But, but yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And they, uh, it only lasted like like four uh, issues before they were like, no, just go all red instead. Don't don't get rid of the yellow. It's not working. There you go. Yeah, let's we'll just do yet red with some blue shading to indicate shadows, yep. which is is which is part of the reason why for the longest time, honestly speaking, when I was growing up, I really thought Spider Man's costume was red and black, and that the blue yes. highlights were was light hitting the black. Exactly. Yeah. For like, like, and until, in fact, it wasn't until probably for me, like the animated series where you actually saw it was blue because shading's so hard to do in, in uh, 2D animation. Yep. And speaking so, and that kind of brings me to my final spoiler free thought about this show. Uh, it is, uh, uh, once again, exactly what I would want because this is something that we got from like the first season of CW's The Flash, where every episode felt like a comic book. And Trent, every episode feels like a comic book. Uh, there's just something, there's something about, uh, especially if, you've, if, you've, if you can find it, it's out of print right now, it cycles every once in a while. Denny O'Neill's book on um, 
writing comics. It's uh, DC publishes it. Uh, it is like it's it's the best book on storytelling I've ever read, and that's coming from someone with English degrees. Um, and and you can tell like there's just something about comics that gives you a, a perfect three act structure. Um, that can then live on past those three acts. It's three acts put into larger three acts, and it just it works so well. Mm -hmm. Well, not to mention, uh, you know, one of the really cool things, being a frequent Marvel comic reader as a kid, the thing that I always appreciated and liked that they did was what I called the final page because it was always independent of the story, yep. and it was the foreshadowing of where we're going. Totally. So I always like that. And that's kind of like it. We, we don't get this in, in this show, but, you know, we definitely got it in CW's of the Flash, which is part of what hooked me in. But right. it is a it, it's definitely this adaptation of Echo, uh, because I know that in the uh, comic, she's just deaf. This one, uh, there's also to match the the actress playing, you know, there's also a an artificial limb. What is it called? Why am I blanking on this? She's only got half a leg is what I'm saying for oh, her right leg. Yeah, she's an amputee. Thank you. She is an amputee, and they even get into that. They just did a really great job with this with this whole series. They really did a great job on giving us the backstory of this character. Uh, and while not relying heavily on some of the footage from Hawkeye that we've already seen, right. they shot a lot of new stuff for all of the stuff to bring us up to present. Uh, and you really saw where it was going. And and I, I just I, I would highly recommend it if you haven't watched it and you liked the Netflix shows, go for it because uh, the way they incorporate like even her prosthetic into the story works. I, it's just it's really there good. is there is one episode in Hawkeye that kind of dives into her a little bit, right? If I remember correctly, very very little. There's a moment where. It, that was meant to tease us where you see her as a small child and he's like, you know, uncle that's, that's stay right. with you. And then we yeah, hear yeah, yeah. Fisk's voice. Yep, that's right. You know, it's two years ago, guys live in the, live in the present. Yeah. Uh, it, it really, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with what they did. I really feel like they really came out of the gates well with this. And what I'm really hoping is that now that they've gone with this spotlight approach, I'm really hoping we get a grittier, Moon Knight season two. Ooh, yeah. Oh, and, and that way you can, if if you're going more street level stuff, right? And and they're they're out of um, oh, I forget what the country is called. Uh, starts with a K, or I think, or maybe I'm getting that confused. Anyway, or yeah. Uh, but if they get into like New York, wherever they're going, then then you can do it with actually uh less. When I say big budget production, less uh, computer rendering uh dependent production right so it's more dependent on on just like actually shooting and acting as opposed to having uh artists creating effects you know what other than i honestly speaking other than some action that happens in the second episode i really feel like this was very practical effects dependent uh for the majority of the run right which yeah. is exactly what we want that's it yeah. it where oh God, I was watching something else recently. I'm like, wow, that was really good. And it was, that's when you realize, oh, it's because they were going practical. So I was able to accept it more. It, it, it really is. There's, there's, and, and I'm sorry, like effects have to be like, like so well done. Even, even if we look at like original Star Wars, why do we buy into those effects so much? Because they were practical effects. 
they were they were at there were those were real sparks you know what i mean they, those those were real like models flying and stuff like there's something to be said about practical effects still in this day i think that uh really help us because like our brains are wicked smart they can they can figure out just like what's that uncanny valley is just so noticeable yeah exactly and that's why i really thought it was i was excited but i thought it was very ambitious that they were going with she hulk because i'm like wow that's gonna be very yeah. effects heavy good luck guys uh, they still pulled it off. I even re I've even rewatched She Hulk recently. I I like to rewatch a lot of stuff. As a matter of fact, Trent to to harken back of, of days of yore, uh, one of the things I've I've once again been rewatching, and I don't know why. Uh, for some reason, I fell back into Community again. Oh gosh, yeah. And it was amazing to me how much. Uh, actually, you know what's amazing to me when it comes to Community that I'm so stupid. That's what's amazing to me. Because missed stuff in the first time or, or no, what? No, no, it's not even that. Uh, let me try and remember. Okay, so Harmon is first three seasons. Episode four is a different showrunner. Five, they bring Harmon back in. Right. And one of the things I absolutely missed in the fifth season is any of the events that happened to the fourth season is what they were referring to as, oh, that was the gas leak year. Because there was the gas leak on campus and everything was off and weird. I do. That makes sense. Oh, good. You're making me feel better. You didn't make the oh, connection yeah, either. Yeah. That, no, not at all. But but now that you mentioned it, that makes total sense. Well, and here's the reason why I, I finally figured it out. Here's the reason why I finally picked up on it. It was because uh, when Brie Larson was guesting as the coat check girl, that was fourth season, right? Okay. And then Abed runs into her again in the fifth season and he's like, what happened to you? And she says, you never called me. It's like, oh, well, that happened during the gas leak year, but you want to go grab dinner? So right. that's when I finally connected it. Yeah, I, oh man, I, that, yeah, and, and rewatchability has been fine, right? Yeah, it like definitely has. It definitely, it, like, yeah, it definitely stands up. It stands the test of time so far. Okay. Because, you know, I'm, I'm at the point now in my life where I'm just going to be rewatching everything. I don't, I'm not going to live a lot of new stuff, Trent. I'm going to be relying on the old. Because you know what? Because it's familiar and we don't like change. Trent, I'm so ashamed of myself. I was in the grocery store picking something up. Not, not, I'm not ashamed for, for shopping, okay? I'm, don't get me wrong. Not ashamed for shopping. Uh, but, but I was ashamed. I, I, didn't, I wasn't ashamed. I just felt shame. Because I was walking through the store, and I won't even say what song it was, but there was a song that came on from the 80s when I was a teen growing up, right? And literally, as the thought went through my mind, I was like, oh, Lord, that's where I'm at. Because I heard the music, and I'm like, you know what? They just don't make music like this anymore. Look, you were even mouthing it before I said it. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, I can't hear you now. Why can I not hear you? Are you saying that you are a, a Yacht Rock fan, perhaps? No, 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 no. It wasn't rock. Well, oh, Lord. Yeah, because I think it was a song by Chicago. But oh, I don't yeah. think they oh, qualify oh. as Yacht Rock. Okay. Do they? Yeah, it, well, it depends on the song. Yeah, it does. But still, I, I wasn't proud of the moment. Hey, Trent, uh, one other thing. I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, because uh, a year ago, my wife gifted me a, a, a water uh, vessel. Okay, a oh. water cup, a water oh, sure, sure. glass. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. V vessel. I, I, it just makes me think of like, um, I don't know, some, some, something like sci-fi. Like we need to obtain the vessel, the yeah. um, guffin of sorts. 
Well, and I and I bring this up because I just saw you taking a sip from something. What was it? Oh yeah, uh, you know I I I'm a brand whore. We all know that. You know I'm always talking about my Sony uh, oh. cameras. I'm always talking about my AMD processors and graphics cards. Uh, once I find a product that I love, I I I tend to be very faithful. Not unlike Contigo. Uh, Contigo. Contigo with you in Spanish. Contigo. Uh, I uh man, I've got all my water bottles are Contigo. All my uh. Uh, travel coffee mugs or Contigo. Uh, it's, it, the caveat being for the for the coffee ones, uh, you got to get the one that has the push button uh, release to drink because then it's always safe if in case you spill. Because I'm spilling shit. All <gasps> I had one of those. I They're had awesome. it's an insulated one, a little yep. concave near the top, and then yep. it flares back out. That was my number one commuter mug for drinking yep. my or computer uh, commuter uh, cup, I guess, uh, because of that exact reason. Um, so. I guess then this hasn't hit you yet because I got this and I, and I really like it. It's really nice. But apparently then I heard about something and, I, and I've seen a lot of online stuff where people are, are making fun of what it looks like. I've Lately, I've been using uh, this cup right here. Uh, and I'm not going to – it's funny you mentioned your brand, whore, uh, because that's kind of what's going on now. This is 40 ounces, right? 40 ounces insulated sure. Oh, wow. Cup. That's, that's not small. 40 ounces no. is a lot. And it uh, it definitely, I would say, uh, is well insulated because I have had come to water twenty four hours later, and it has been cold. So cold. And and everybody in Internet Land is like, hey, wait, I know what those are. This is a Stanley, okay? A Stanley. Okay. Now I don't know if there's any affiliation because I think there's also Stanley Tools. I don't know if it's the same, same symbol. Brand. I, I believe it's the same brand. Yes. Okay, so I I don't know. But the, but the thing is, uh, apparently, uh, people collect these things. I don't I don't understand the concept. I've got one. I got this. I've got they, they a collect, like 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 pop figures, like like baseball cards. They collect them. Yes, so much so you're not going to believe this, Trent. Target had an exclusive Stanley for Valentine's Day. Okay, so the day before Valentine's Day, where ladies treat themselves, it was a, okay. a, a it was a pink metallic pink cup with the with the highlights on it and target exclusive and apparently when they released it people assaulted came down upon target much they descended on target the same way that 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 mothers and fathers and parents did for cabbage patch kids in the 80s what like like this is this is like tickle me elmo style like yes believe it or not they collect them i mean everyone in my family has one we got one i don't understand the concept but but they are a craze now they are official craze so much so that you can find knockoffs of the galentine's day cup now okay. and everything else oh. i don't understand consumers trent i just sure. don't which which is when uh your, your timu comes into a place where where you can actually get your knockoffs uh, uh, you just got to wait a little bit longer for it to show up uh, by the way one of the winners uh when i did a uh the vector robot giveaway the biggest bro he said i sold uh or pardon me he, i got two cups sold for 110 a piece so he bought them and resold okay now i understand more now but we're yeah, getting it, deeper it, 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 yeah, now 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 you're talking my my uh my realm of like speculation uh whether it be like uh screen print re uh posters or uh low print or low pressed vinyls you're, you're buying a whole lot just for the resale. There you go. It's like that whole thing with Taylor Swift tickets last year, you know? They would you could yes. get them cheap but it was the resale that was killing everybody. So yep. so but now here's the fun game that we get to play Trent. 
Here's a, as long as you and I still get to talk. We still do okay. our thing. We're still together. Sure. St- still a couple. If you still were. here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we are we are partners of a sort. I I would definitely say so. Yeah. I would definitely say so. Um, because of what we have discussed in the past, now we get to find out. Let's let's draw the line in the sand right now. One eleven twenty twenty four. We have to figure out how soon in Logan, Utah, you once again become aware of a zeitgeist around the Stanley Cup. Because I think as we've, as we've said yes, in the past, right. yeah. Utah's like two to three years behind. This is true. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and because Utah wants nothing more than to be California. Yeah. Well, then then I would expect maybe within a year. But now we so now we've got this this ticking time bomb much in the same way. In season six of Community, in the very first episode when Paget Brewster's character is introduced and she's saying, like, well, what was Shirley's role? And, you know, he's like, well, you know, she was part, she played steel drum in our band. And then she left and he's like, just wait, it'll pay off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Now we will sit here and we will wait until Trent yep. comes into the program and says, Will. People are going in, nuts here, man. <laughs> in absolutely no relation to hockey. The Stanley Cup has arrived. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Lord, it, it's not Lord Stanley's Cup we're worried about. No, it isn't. But but I will tell you, I've even seen like guys uh, doing videos or memes too, and they're just like, I heard all this stuff about Stanley Cup. Honest to God, I thought they were talking hockey. <laughs> yeah, because they do the Stanley Cup uh, tour where they take it around the whole, you know, up to all the nation, uh, and people get to touch it and hold it up and stuff. Well, Trent. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm totally psyched now to find out when this pays off. When, and, when... and ho- hopefully I haven't missed it already. Like, like maybe it already happened and, and I'm just so socially isolated that, that it just like, yeah, I missed it. Sorry. My bad. Okay. Well, Trent, I think there's a very easy way to figure this out. And that's just one time you have to go to the other side of town to the Walmart. Sure. Go to where the thermal cups are. And see if there is an empty shelf with a sticker that says yes, yeah, it's Stanley. Stanley forty ounce. Forty ounce, yeah. Okay. Which which uh, uh, a big gulp is thirty two ounce, and a, a double gulp is forty four ounces. So it's almost as big as a double gulp. Well, the thing I appreciate about it is that it's an even number. So now I can very easily, I, I get to do less math to determine if I've had at least a gallon of water you for your, the day. Your water, yeah, yeah. So how many ounces are in a gallon? Uh. Why you got to put, it's 128. It's 128. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it's 128. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Cause it's, it's, if you think about it, one of the very first things I learned in, in the idiots version for, uh, for measurement and weight, uh, because America does everything lame. Oh, gosh. Uh, it's four cups to a quart, four quarts to a gallon. Okay. And a cup okay. has eight ounces. So 32 times 4, 128. Oh, my gosh, I just mathed. did it. You did it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a day that will be marked in history. Will successfully mathed on an episode of NetHeads. Trent, that is the high moment that we need to go out on, I believe. Yeah, we need a George Costanza this. We got to step out. We got to move away. We're done. 
That's it. No more show for today. Uh, but I do have to ask, did you any particular gift that you we haven't discussed it? Any particular gift that you love for the holidays since since I'm sure nobody else but me bothered to not get you a gift. No, no, that was the I that's all I requested from everyone was don't 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 give me anything. And it worked? Yeah, it absolutely worked. Oh, well, congratulations, Thank man. You. Thank you. Well, and here's the thing too, Trent. Uh, there's one person that was uh, talking about what their family does, and they're like, and there were always one or two extra gifts under the tree that were for my dad. And he's like, oh, those are from the dogs. So for every dog they had, <laughs> they got a gift. So what did you get yourself for Christmas, Trent? Um, what did I get myself for Christmas? I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, records, probably. I mean, I've just I've always got records that are coming in the mail because I pre-order them, and so they just show up. So in any given month, I'm getting like six or seven new records. You know, Trent, I'm not going to tell you what they are because two of them are Smodco related, and one is Taylor Swift. But I guess I just did anyway. Um, <laughs> I I am the proud owner of a total of three pieces of vinyl. Go on. I know I said I wanted to end on a high note, but I'm going to ask. Um, I want to listen to them, okay? What, okay. what, what, uh, without breaking the bank, yeah. do you have any advice on, on what I should get in order to play my vinyl and enjoy it? Yeah, the first thing I would do is check Facebook uh, Marketplace because I'm sh almost positive you can pick up an uh, Audio-Technica uh, LP60, I believe is what it's called, the 60, um, for uh, under 50 bucks. It retails at like 120. Uh, you can pick it up for 50 bucks used because what happens is a lot of people either A, they get it and they don't want to listen to records they decide or they get it and they want to upgrade immediately. So you can get, it's a, it's a, it's a low end uh, but it does have line out, RCA line out. Um, so you don't have to get like a, a, a preamp uh, or a, to, to boost the phono into uh, a line uh, going out to your speaker. So if, you, if you've just got like, uh, that's what I would do. Just if you've got three records, that's the route I would go. Okay. I, I will take your advice because, uh, okay, uh, Bobo Dilgaff is asking, so I will point out the, uh, what I have is, first of all, I was buying for my, my daughter, my youngest, my nine-year-old. She is a Taylor Swift fanatic. Okay. Right. She, she puts the fan into fanatic. So mm -hmm. we picked up 1989 on vinyl for her. I got her the CD too, but what? That's the one album that I have listened to of hers. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, now, the other one that I have, actually, it goes back ages and ages. And I recently just opened it up to make sure I didn't get one of the, why am I on you? Why I didn't get, if I, to make sure I didn't get one of the limited edition color albums, mm. uh, is actually the first Tell em Steve Day vinyl that, that was done. For, from, yeah, when they did it on Bandcamp. Yes, I, so I have, I have one of those. And yeah. the last one I have is the Kevin Smith and Jennifer Schwabach Smith uh, Murica. Murica, vinyl. yeah. And I'm very interested to hear them. Now, mind you, uh, one of them, well, two of them, like I know they're from podcasts, so I'm not really, I'm not really anxious to hear the sound quality, but I admit that one of the things that I really want to do in getting a turntable and the ability to play vinyl is to to listen to the difference in sound quality of vinyl versus all of the digital product we have now. Uh, but I have to ask you, Trent, uh, being a connoisseur, because I already know, for example, if I were able to get my hands on an original vinyl that contains Stairway to Heaven and then I compared it against like an MP3 of it, I know that there's fidelity in there I would not be able to hear. There are, there are instrument sounds, other things. In the Are the vinyls you collect, are they... 
are they are they vintage or are some of them modern? So they're modern recordings. Both, both, yeah. So, so uh, a lot of the hip hop that I collect is mo- is like modern stuff that's coming out, and then uh, a lot of the jazz and uh, bossa nova stuff that I'm looking for is is usually pretty old. Okay, so then my question is for modern stuff. Do you hear a difference given that the majority of audio recording is probably done with digital technology? Totally. Yeah. Um, it, it is done digitally. Um, what I have, what, and I don't know if this is, this is just confirmation bias that I, I, I think I'm justifying my, my own expenditures. Uh, so I, I hear it, but what I, what I feel like the way I've got my, my, uh, system set up is with two really large speakers up on top of my bookshelves. Um, crossing streams this way than with my uh, sub kind of off to the side. I did the sub crawl to find the best spot, but um, I feel like you can, he- you can, you can physically feel the l- different layers of music better. Final, mm. like, like, like uh, the, the, like, like if there's a subtle harmony, it, it, it feels like it's behind the wall of, of the um, rhythm or, or in front of the rhythm that's pushing it forward. And it's, it, it, it has a more tactile feel to it. Um, whereas I feel like in the digital versions, it's all just one wall of music. Gotcha. Sound. It's just one constant like wave. Whereas I feel like there's multiple waves happening all at once within vinyl, if that makes sense. It does make perfect sense, and I really look forward. Wow, that I, you know what I realized though that's kind of in it's still on point because it is still a tech discussion. Totally. So, so that makes me feel good. So, thank you very much for your guidance there, and it's very interesting to uh, to both hear your perspective and also to to understand what I should probably do in order to find that. The other thing that I'm paranoid about that I definitely need to make sure I open up the other albums for is to make sure that there are no PVC sleeves being used because Correct. apparently for cost saving modern albums might be released with pvc sleeves uh but the problem is that those will interact with the vinyl and eventually cause a degradation yes yep exactly and uh same same way with even just the 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 paper sleeves um so what do uh, i do trent what do i do great question they have uh uh hudson something or other there's a million of them uh they're like a a coated uh mylar um just like you would with your comic books but it's really really thin and that's supposed to be anti-static more than anything um and then also uh it's easier to get out because those paper ones are mm, such a pain in the ass not to mention there's always that time you go to slip it in and then you just slit the side wide open with the album and your album falls on the floor and you cry Yep. Yep. And on top of it, the the paper gets the, the the crease on the LP fold when it comes back in on itself. There's always that one side. You hit it every time, and you did it jams, and it turns into a big fucking pain in the ass. Okay. Sorry. Don't go all Lewis Black I, on us, okay? Calm I know. I was I was going full rage there for a second. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, awesome, man. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, uh, everyone, for joining us for this brand new year of netheads uh thank you very much i I, trent i gotta let you know i've seen people say i just signed up for the patreon the coin the coin is the bait that we've needed to put out there i think the only thing is maybe i should ship the coins to you to make sure they get shipped out (laughs) hey i'm i'm pretty good at putting stuff in the mail yeah and i'm terrible at it so uh so thank you very much everyone please remember uh if anything from this episode that you could do that i have asked uh it's just to use that link to go to the google form to make sure that we vote for ready player one and we qua squash not quash squash mr marvelite tony 
He needs to, when I, if I'm going to be co-hosting on the 19th of this month, he needs to know you can't play with the Wilkins. Yeah, you, you, you run with the big dogs, you got to learn to pee in the tall grass. Exactly. And don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Exactly. Until next time, folks, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we will be back soon. Are you sure about that? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. Well, what do you think, man? We pull it off? Did it, tit it. I'm sorry, what? Did it, tit it. Okay, we're just going to leave that one there. I don't, I don't know what's going on anymore.